This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything A. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op, offering fuel, food, and drinks on Highway 13. Arcola Co-op, you're at home here. Today, the Saskatchewan government announces increased funding for farmers who want to expand irrigated acres. The higher funding is for farmers outside the Outlook Irrigation District and rises from $300,000 to $500,000. We chat with the Minister of Agriculture about the increased funding, as well as his reaction to the new wheat straw plant announced for Regina yesterday. We also talk to SARM President Ray Orb and get his reaction to the irrigation funding and the wheat straw plant. Regina's mayor also expresses support for the new pulp plant. JBS, the world's largest meat packer, resumes operations after a ransomware attack. The NDP again pushed for increased support from the province for agri-stability. We have rainfall stats for May and the latest Provincial Weekly Cattle Market Summary. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. The Saskatchewan government is making it easier for farmers outside the Outlook Irrigation District to expand their watering operations. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says the irrigation development program maximum has been raised from three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars to finance irrigation infrastructure. Well, the program really is, uh, you know, to try and encourage farmers that have the opportunity to irrigate some of their farmland to uh, to allow them to do that, and it's a program we've had for a few years. And really, what we've done, the cap used to be at about three hundred thousand dollars, Jim, and we've raised it to five hundred thousand. And it pretty well covers everything for a farmer to put an ear, you know, to expand their irrigation operations. So obviously they still have to meet the, you know, the requirements on through water security and things like that. But, um, you know, give you an example, we saw roughly, you know, just under 10,000 acres in irrigation expansion last year. So we just see this as an opportunity to grow that. And that's what we're really trying to do. And this is outside the normal irrigation districts of the Outlook area. So, and we're seeing expansions, you know, in other parts of the province, southwest, southeast, and things like that. So that's really what this is for. Do you have any uh, goals for irrigation expansion in Saskatchewan? Well, obviously we do. You know, we want to see some, you know, significant acres, uh, you know, coming into this stream. And if we can continue to see on average these kinds of increases, obviously you can do the, you know, the multiplication. And if you do that over five or ten years, it's quite an expansion side. So, uh, hopefully we continue to see this kind of growth and it just uh, gives farmers uh, the opportunity to uh, expand their operations and even ranchers too if they're going to irrigate hayland and, and things like that they can expand their their livestock herds as well so this is uh, just uh, fits into our growth strategy and really trying to grow the egg sector here in the province of Saskatchewan, both from a livestock side and a grain side 
So you said this is outside the irrigation district, so this is for producers that might happen to have a water source? That's exactly right. And, you know, whether there's a dam or whether there's, uh, you know, uh, a water source that they can, uh, whether it's aquifer or whatever that they can source, then uh, through the, you know, the proper protocol channels that once they get their permits then they expect they can expand their irrigation operations. And we're seeing that happen. Uh, you know, there might be some farmers that have, say, five or six quarters of irrigation in a small area that they can expand it to six or seven or whatever the case may be, Jim. Now, this is besides or on top of the efforts to see Lake Diefenbaker's irrigation area expand. That's exactly right. This is to give opportunities for farmers outside the irrigation district of that district to really see some growth and potential to grow their business. We've had a heck of a year for dryness uh, last year, even this year until recent rains. Do you see this as should have a lot of uptake? Well, you know, we we sure hope so. I mean, we we obviously we see uh, applications every year, and as I said, we saw, you know, growth in that uh, under ten, just under ten thousand acres last year. So, if we can continue to see those kind of uh, growth numbers, Jim, it's it's obviously good news for the province of Saskatchewan, and it really gives the farmers an opportunity to grow their business. And who knows, maybe it's even some value added side, even from vegetables and things like that. So. Uh, we just look at it as giving, uh, working with the agriculture community to grow their business, and this is just one way that we can help them do that. On another topic, Redleaf Pulp announced plans to build a $350 million wheat straw pulp mill for Regina. Your reaction? Obviously, this is great news uh, for the ag sector here in the province of Saskatchewan. Anytime we can take a product uh, you know, off of the land and value add it, and uh, give a return to the farmers back into their pockets, it's a good, it's a good news story. And to see companies like this and new technologies that's, that's uh, growing here in, you know, globally and uh, be able to use this product to create a value is obviously good news for, you know, obviously the province of Saskatchewan, but more so for the farmers uh, that will have an opportunity to move some straw off their land. And this is waste straw. This is a waste product for the most part. Well, yeah, yeah. and you know, in in many cases, uh, you know, farmers have been have been doing it for years and uh, bailing it up and things like that. So this just gives an opportunity for them to create uh, a value added and and get a return too as well. And that's something we like to see. And obviously, you know, this uh, it's a significant investment, you know, three hundred and fifty million. Obviously, they've done the business plan and done the modeling to show that this works. And uh, obviously, it'll create uh, over 100 jobs here in the province of Saskatchewan and uh, significant more construction jobs. So this is good news for the province. And once again, the irrigation funds announced by the Agriculture Minister this morning are designed to develop projects outside the Outlook Irrigation District. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eavesdrops. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavesdrops.ca and Co-op Hale Insurance. They've been there for farmers for over 75 years, and they'll be there for you. SARM President Ray Orb welcomes expanded provincial support for irrigation projects. The province is increasing funding for irrigation projects outside the Outlook District from $300,000 to $500,000. Orb says the higher support will further enhance irrigation development across Saskatchewan. Well, you know, we're, we're really pleased uh, about that because I think, you know, it, it shows that the province is uh, is interested in uh, irrigation projects, uh, you know, outside of outside of the major project at Lake Diefenbaker. So there are lots of small projects that could be initiated with this extra funding. So it's a good thing for rural Saskatchewan. 
How important is it that Saskatchewan, rural Saskatchewan, looks at some irrigation projects? Well, I think the more, you know, we can diversify, the more, you know, it can lead to value adding and things like that. I think that's really important for our agriculture community, but it's also important for the uh, for the provincial economy. So um, it's really uh, well received uh, to our members. Our members have been asking for things like this. And so this is uh, an answer, you know, to that call. So councillors have been pushing for where there is water for farmers to irrigate that they have more access to capital? I think that's been a, you know, an ongoing request uh, that uh, the province um, add on to the existing uh, infrastructure in our province as far as irrigation. So, um, you know, smaller projects uh, mean more, you know, to some of the rural communities. And then the large ones, obviously, are really important to our provincial economy economy but so are these to the um, to the rural municipalities and to the farmers and ranchers that live in them last year 10,000 acres about were brought under irrigation as a result of the irrigation development program you're hoping for a similar take up this year yeah we're hoping for that you know as time goes on we're going to keep adding to that and I, I think you know especially year like this year it seems like you know we're in a drought uh, we haven't really totally shaken it and i think that's really important that this funding is for growing uh, more crops some other crops kind of diversifying i think it's important also ray i'd like to get your reaction to the hmm. announcement from yesterday a big announcement redleaf pulp announced a 350 million dollar wheat straw processing plant for regina your reaction yeah, you know, that's really exciting news. Uh, you know, we've seen lots of announcements as of late, you know, for uh, for things, uh, you know, whether they're uh, close to Regina or some of them, you know, in other parts of the province as well. Uh, that's good news for Saskatchewan. And it will help our agriculture community as well because, you know, we grow the raw products that will uh, facilitate the operations of these kinds of plants. So it's a great thing for rural Saskatchewan, great thing for the province as well. Some of the waste wheat straw will be put to a use of making paper products. Yeah, you know, that's an interest kind of concept. We know that they've been doing some of these things in other places, and now, you know, we're, we're going to be doing that right, right in Saskatchewan. So it's exciting news. Ray Orb is the president of SARM. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. Sean Haney here with RealAgriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. Joined right now by Greg Henderson, editor of Drovers. Greg, how are you? Good morning. I'm very well. How are you? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. There's been lots of challenges in the beef industry. Uh, there's a lot of people asking a lot of questions about separation of cash prices and cutout values and trying to get current uh, post-COVID. This hacking at JBS, it, it is just another thing that has created a real amount of disruption uh, in the U.S. beef system. What, what do you make of the fact that this is a new challenge that a pa- the Packers have to deal with? Well, absolutely. It is a new challenge. And, and as you mentioned, this is the third Black Swan event since August of 2019 when we had the fire in Kansas. And, and all of these have basically had the same result, which was a crash in the futures market uh, initially. And then you know, pressure on live cattle prices, and at the same time, 
you know, wholesale feed prices go higher. Uh, and even before this hacking issue with JBS, you know, there was a lot of turmoil in our industry, you know, over the fact that hackers are making so much money and producers are, you know, break even or, or losing money. So, it, you know, this is a scenario that can't continue long term because too many producers are, you know, on the verge of financial uh, ruin anyway. But the stranglehold that the large factors have on our on, on production in the industry is something that the industry has to address. Got to figure out how to, you know, make it so um, producers can get a bid for their cattle and, and, and they need an increase in slaughter capacity as well. That would be one of the problems that, uh, that the government is trying to fix through some bills that have been introduced by a couple of senators. You know, what I thought of right away is, you know, this is the second big, we had a, the pipeline hacking, and now we've got this one that applies to JBS. It, boy, it sure shows you how dangerous cyber warfare is and just how vulnerable, if these systems aren't like, you know, huge, huge, thick walls that prevent this, this kind of hacking activity, it, it just shows you how disruptive it can actually be. Well, the, the cyber disruptions can be uh you know, this is a threat to our food supply, which is a threat to national security, which uh, is exactly why they targeted uh, the pipeline in in the southeast. And, you know, this is a beef supply. So uh, they're, they're attacking, these criminals are attacking these structures that they know will cause major disruption. Yeah. And when you look at the size of JBS and the, the you know, how much of the slaughter capacity they are in, in the U.S., does this put some wind in the sail or more wind when it comes to the people that are pushing for some changes and some of this consolidation to be addressed in the packing industry? You would certainly think so. You know, JBS is the largest beef producer in the U.S., uh, 22% of supply. Uh, my understanding is all the plants yesterday were down. They, they, they said they're going to be up and running today. As you say, um, this is just another indication that maybe control of our meat supply is in too few hands. There, there was a lot of focus on that meeting that transpired in Phoenix with uh, a number of different cattle industry groups uh, that don't typically sit down at the same table. Um, has, has, there right. been, has there been much more uh, about that meeting and some of the what to do next? It seems like it's a little bit, been a little bit quiet. What have you heard? Well, the, the primary thing is that, that they're hoping that uh, legislature or the you know congressmen and senators, uh, specifically the Fisher bill and the Grassley bill that are apparently going to be, come before committees here in the next week or two, uh, they're hopeful that there will be some action there. Um, and I, and I got to be honest, I'm not sure that that's the path we want to take. Uh, I'm not necessarily in favor of handing control over to the government or getting them to mandate some issue. Okay. I understand there's a problem and I understand the need to fix it. I'm not sure that that's the route that we want to go. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. 
It's your Agra weather forecast on the source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And the Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, we have a heat warning for much of the province. Mainly sunny, wind west 30, the high today 32, the low 14. Thursday, sunny, the high even more, it's 34 tomorrow, with a low of 18. Friday, sunny, the high 30, the low 15. Saturday, sunny, the high 26, the low 11. Sunday, sunny and a high of 21, the low 10. Monday, partly cloudy, the high 24. 60% chance of evening showers Monday, the low 11. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high 21. Normal high for this date, 22, the normal low, 8 degrees. The sun rose at 4.51 this morning. It sets at 9.02 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot right now, Bratz Lake at 31 degrees. The cold spot up north, Collins Bay at 15. Estevan is 28, Saskatoon 29, Swift Current, Weyburn 28, Yorkton is 29. In Regina, cloudy and 30, that's 86 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west at 26, gusting to 37. Humidity is 26%, the barometer falling 101.1. Sunny and Moose Jaw, 29 degrees. Windsor from the west-southwest, 30, gusting to 39. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 30. That's 86 Fahrenheit. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuction.com and brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. The vast majority of JBS beef, pork, and poultry plants are back online today after a cyber attack shut down operations yesterday and Monday. The JBS beef processing facility at Brooks, Alberta, canceled shifts Monday and early Tuesday. The Brooks plant was among the many affected in North America and Australia. JBS operations in South America were not affected by the cyber attack. The FBI investigation into the cyber attack at JBS indicated it likely originated with a Russian criminal group. The Biden administration in the U.S. has spoken to Russian government officials. The ransomware issue is expected to be addressed when President Biden meets with Russian President Vladimir Putin June 16th in Switzerland. Ransomware is a form of malware that encrypts the targeted computer system's files, rendering them unusable. A ransom is then demanded in exchange for decryption. GBS has not used the word ransomware in any of its public communications. The New Democrats in Saskatchewan have renewed calls for the provincial government to bump up agri-stability compensation rates from 70 to 80 percent. The federal government says the offer is still on the table. At a news conference at a farm near Regina yesterday, farmer Cam Goff says the additional backstop is needed in what may be a dry year. We've just come off of a really dry period where it looked like in two weeks we'd be in very serious trouble. And the chances are if rain doesn't come back, we'll be in serious trouble in another month. Producers right now are things are looking good at the moment, but that can change in, in a matter of time. The producer sign-up deadline for agri-stability is June 30th. 
The announcement of a new wheat straw pulp mill facility coming to Regina is exciting news for the city's mayor. Sandra Masters says it's something that's been in the works for months. I think the opportunity for us as a city to um, continue to build job creation and industry in low carbon advanced materials sector that supports value added in the agricultural industry is just, it's outstanding for our city, for our area. Construction of the Redleaf Pulp Facility is expected to start early next year on the city's west side. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And SMHI, Municipal Hail Insurance, three tiers of stackable hail insurance. Contact an agent or visit us online at municipalhail.ca. Storms are unpredictable. Municipal hail isn't. Some very hot temperatures over the next three days. Mid-30s are in the forecast for many locations, including Regina. Fortunately, things should improve by the weekend, according to Environment Canada meteorologist Terry Lang. The upper ridge that is giving us, it's like a big dome of, uh, of uh, really warm temperatures over western Canada. It looks like it's collapsing and moving eastward towards the end of the week. Uh, that may signal some um, showers to move in, maybe some thunderstorms to move in uh, late in the week and sort of a return, slower return to more seasonal temperatures. I still think they're going to be on the warm side, but I'll take the warm side with some precipitation uh, just to kind of get those precipitation numbers up. The final May weather stats were released yesterday. Regina had 65 millimeters and Moose Jaw 66 millimeters. 26% above normal for Regina and 38% above normal for Moose Jaw. Swift Current was the lowest amount at 30 millimeters, which is only half of normal for the month of May. Saskatoon had 35.5 millimeters or 83% of normal. Temperature-wise, some places were slightly below average despite a couple of hot days in the middle of the month. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were mixed during the past week. Acting provincial cattle specialist Natasha Wilkie says only feeder heifers were sold in sufficient numbers to provide details. Well, we had a bit of a slow week by the looks of it. Uh, there was actually zero prices reported for feeder steer prices last week. We did have a couple prices reported for the Saskatchewan's feeder heifer prices. And so what was reported was mixed. Um, and we saw the only prices reported were in the 600 to 700 pound and 800, 700 to 800 pound weight categories. Sorry. So the 600 to 700 pound weight category saw a rather large price decline with prices going down $8.10 per hundred weight to end the week averaging $174 per hundred weight. And then we look at the 700 to 800 pound weight category. They saw a slight price increase with prices going up 84 cents per hundred weight to end the week averaging $170.17 per hundred weight. And what were the market factors influencing the heifer prices? So everything seems to have taken a bit of a breather last week. So with the exception, of course, of choice cutout prices, those continue to rise. Feed barley and corn were both slightly down. So that would provide some, you know, some support for those prices. The Canadian dollar also eased up slightly as well. Although we did see the Fed price for Alberta live steers, it remained fairly steady. So that would kind of support steady going kind of thing for those heifer prices. What were the marketings? So Canfax reported a total of 2,015 head of cattle sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that's significantly down from the previous week of 6,221, and it's also less than the 5,299 head that were marketed during the same week in 2020. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? So we saw the price for Alberta fed steers last week report at $163.42 per hundred weight, and so that's a slight price decrease of only $0.16 cents from the previous week's price. 
when we look at live non-fed cattle out of Alberta, they were higher week over week. And so the price of D2 slaughter cows moved up with prices going up $1.71 per hundred weight to average $101.71 per hundred weight. The price of D3 slaughter cows also saw a price increase of $1.95 per hundred weight from the previous week. And so they ended the week averaging $89.75 per hundred weight. Natasha Wilkie is the acting provincial cattle specialist for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. And brought to you by Sask Pork. Saskatchewan's growing and vibrant hog industry creates economic spin-offs and career opportunities in our rural communities. Find out more, visit saskpork.com. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Canola gained $14.90 at 7.2627. Number one red spring wheat went up $10.63 at 3.3319. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $290.27. Feed barley, $277.68. Flax, $680.694. Lentils, $770.50. Oats, $216.53. Yellow peas, 365.33. Feed wheat, 238.84. On the Minneapolis Exchange, spring wheat gained 10 cents at 7.81 and a half cent a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Source 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. And now the latest livestock quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of June 1st. Our last regular sale was on May 26th. The market on butcher cattle was steady and everything sold well. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.93 cents to $1.03. D3 cows sold from $0.83 cents to $0.93. Cents. Canner cows sold from $0.50 cents to $0.60. Cents. Heiferettes sold from $1.18 to $1.35. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.10 to $1.30. There weren't enough steers in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation, but there were a few heifers. 650 to 700 pound heifers averaged $1.85 and sold up to $1.90. 700 to 800 pound heifers averaged $1.75 and sold up to $1.80. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,600 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 238 to 259 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,200 head, selling in a range of 237 to 260 per CKG. Ham's number one sows this week are selling in the range of 50 to 57 cents per pound live weight. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices open lower this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is up 21 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.2040. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 83 cents US. Daily U.S. cash prices are once again trending higher, with all regional base pricing posting gains relative to the previous day. The negotiated Western Corn Belt appears to be making a bit of a recovery, but daily values are still lower than the average weekly base for week ending May 29th. In other news, a cyber attack on meatpacking giant JBS yesterday shut down operations at nine plants and disrupted six others in the USA and Canada. Daily U.S. slaughter was down approximately 19% compared to a year ago, which would be consistent with the market share of pork processing capacity JBS has in the United States. 
The company has stated operations are coming back online, but it will likely take a couple days to fully recover. Meanwhile, lean hog futures are lower this morning, but lower is a relative term. The market remains amid new contract highs that reached yesterday's close. Coming up, the resource report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by the Prairie Co-op Grow Team, fueling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituna, Lipton and Strasburg. The Regina-based Brandt Group of Companies has announced plans to make a major investment in staffing and will hire more than 1,000 new employees by the end of the year. The new positions will span the company's over 100 locations around the world, focusing on Canada and the U.S. The newly announced initiative will see the workforce grow by 30%, with the largest gains in the Regina, Saskatoon, and Hudson, Illinois locations. Half of these jobs will be in Saskatchewan, with 40% more spread out over Canada and the balance in the U.S. The new positions will bolster Brandt's existing operations in industries from agriculture, construction and forestry to rail, mining and steel. The jobs will include skilled trades, sales, finance, marketing, customer support, IT and more to meet the needs of a rapidly growing customer base. On the markets, the TSX is down 4 points at 19,971. The Dow has gained 28 points at 34,603. Oil is up 96 cents at 68.68 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is up 21 hundredths of a cent at 83.03 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.